Welcome to the third episode of the Barbecue Unlimited podcast. Well, in this episode, we're going to talk to David Ronafolk about his DNC win. We're also going to talk to him about some one-tenth and what's up with the HB one-tenth program and what they're up to with the new stuff that's coming out. The rumor has it that there's a prototype two-wheel drive running around in the US. We'll hear what he has to say about that. We're also going to talk about the upcoming Neo race a little bit and what he thinks he's going to do over there. So instead of listening to me rambling on the mic, let's do this. Hello, David, and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, thank you. Yeah. So you're back in Marbella, Spain again. I uh, hope the weather is treating you better than it does here in Sweden. We have we got a lot of snow. And, uh, uh, it's not gone yet. It's still very, very huh? cold at night. Yeah, I've seen some pictures on Facebook from the, the guys over in Sweden. And it doesn't look like I'm missing it so much. So, uh, no, but, uh, honestly, the, the weather has been pretty bad here as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's Zacharias. He, he wanted me to get here cause he said the weather is so nice and everything, but no, for the past one and a half week, I think we only had like one day without rain. So mm. it's not working very good for us so far, but it looks like it's going to change now the coming week or so. So, um, I was at the track yesterday. I got some track time again after coming home from us and um yeah it felt good to be back on the track and tomorrow i'm gonna be joined by my uh hb racing teammate from sweden uh, hampusberg uh, oh, yeah. he's he, coming down he turned 17 days. also this week so happy birthday oh, yeah. hampus 17 yeah. next year i can treat I you to a beer i saw that on facebook <laughs> Well, I guess that that profile should be a fake one then. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, when he turns eighteen, that's when everything changes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For those, I who, think he's for those 14. who don't know, you can drink beer when you're eighteen in Sweden. You don't have to be twenty-one. Exactly. Yeah. But but you have to be twenty-one to no, you have to be twenty to be able to buy liquor and at the store. I think you can go to the army. You can do anything. You can buy. Yeah. <laughs> But you can't go and buy your own beer. But you can go to the pub and get wasted. That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Oh, well, so the weather is treating you really bad. You have rain. Boo-hoo. Well, but um, let's get to it. I mean, your YouTube channel is really, really awesome. I mean... um, Yeah, we're working on it. (laughs) I, I I can say I can say this. You're taking it to another level than than I've been seen. I've never seen anything like it before. And I mean, you have someone with you doing all the videoing, uh, filming, right? So yes. Um, so I have I, I basically have two guys. So whenever one of them is is free, um, yeah, I, I can ask them to join me. And and every, if everything works out well, uh, yeah, they they come with me. And and so far I've done. Um, I think it's two two uh, events this year so far. I made a DHI Cup with my friend Per, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also with me. Uh, he was the first one to go with me last year in uh, Montpellier as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but he, he's uh, he's a filmmaker. Uh, he's doing commercial stuff daily, so uh, he knows what he's doing. He has good gear and everything. Uh, he's pretty quick at editing as well. So um, yeah, it's a good combination to make uh, daily uh, video vlogs for for you guys to watch. So. And then I have my friend that was in uh, the same class at, in uh, high school, mm-hmm. and uh, he's also um, he had he started with it as a hobby, I think. Um, he has some skater friends, some BMXers, and everything, and he was doing some videos for them. And um, yeah, he's done really good work. So um, when I thought I wanted to start some uh, YouTube and do some uh, videos for you guys. Um, yeah, I, I hit him up, and and he was more than excited to to help me out. So yeah, it it, re- it looked very professional, and very very nice to see that someone yeah. is stepping up the game and doing something else for their. It's it's good yeah, pro- like good promotion for you and and the sport. Yeah, exactly. That's what I that's what I thought about it as well. Uh, so he he was the one Hugo. His name is Hugo, mm-hmm. and he was the one that was with me now in the, in the U.S. and. Uh, yeah, he, did, he made a superb job, and uh, he's uh, he's very serious about what he's doing. <laughs> let's uh, let's say uh, he he, um, he works hard. He 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 probably has way too much footage, too much content every day. But uh, yeah, that's that's the way he likes to do it. Uh, it takes some time to edit, but uh, he said it has to be perfect, and uh, I like it. It came out very very nice. It was very. I was it was really really good. Uh, I think then uh, it, it's definitely a must if you want to promote yourself and the sport and uh, and I think that if you have the possibility you have to do it. I mean um, it's awesome. Yeah, that's it's awesome my plan. To watch. It's awesome to watch and uh, I, I really like it. So, so yeah, I think RC needs something something uh, coming from the outside pretty mm-hmm. soon if it's gonna grow. Uh, so that's that's been my goal, and and I'm working hard with my social media, uh, trying to grow it, uh, get more um, engagement on Facebook and and also Instagram. Um, I kind of use my platforms a little bit different. So Instagram is more about pictures, of course. Um, I, I I try to post as often I can, and and Facebook uh, you'll have a bit more reports, uh, a bit more text in the in the posts I make and. Um, uh, I think it's working out good so far. I had a a good uh, increase of uh, followers on both platforms and as well on YouTube. Even even though I I want my YouTube channel to grow uh, faster and bigger because I I I really think the content is is great and the videos are are very nicely made. Um, of course, we can improve. I think I can improve. I can. Uh, I can be more, uh, as you, as you said as well. I, I I can joke around a bit more, and not being so serious. But I, I'm working on that, and I'll be better. I'll be better in the future. Yeah, but but I mean, it's it's good content. I mean, it's uh, it's really nice to see, and um, uh, you get a different. You get to see something else. I mean, it's all about racing. But you also did some nice videos last year when you were in Asia, and you did some just off the off the racetrack i mean i think everybody yeah, wants to know a little bit more about david yeah exactly i mean uh at that race that was the philippines that you were talking about mm-hmm. uh hugo was me there with me there as well and and after the race we had a couple of days i think it was like three days um that we could explore 
the Philippine Islands a little bit, and uh, we, uh, yeah, he brought the camera out, and and we kind of wanted to to get some footage of of that like little trip as well after the race, and then he put a a full edit together of both uh, a little bit from the race and and also a bit of the holidays we had. And uh, I think that that video is is one of my bigger ones so far. It came out really good. He spent some more time uh, doing transitions and everything, so it's really nicely made. And it got a lot of engagement and and a lot of views so far. So it, it's it's good to to also uh, show some some stuff outside and what mm -hmm. I do outside the RC track for sure. I mean, uh, the the production of the videos are really high. I mean, um, I'm a vlog vlog fan I, I love watching vlogs and uh, I mean I can see the hard work that you're going through when you do those videos so I mean it, it's really nice to see so yeah and, and I, I gotta say thank you to both her and Hugo because without them it wouldn't be possible for sure I mean being at the track you're so into what you're doing testing um, if, especially if it's at a race there's absolutely no time to be able to run around with a camera and uh, and get content and then having to edit. Uh, for sure, it's impossible to do daily stuff for me if I would be doing alone. So thanks to them, I've, I've been able to do a few races and uh, for sure um, they will be joining me in the future as well. Mm -hmm. We're uh, working on some stuff. I have some more uh, of my pro tip uh, series coming out with some tips for the uh, HP racing vehicles. And um, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, cool. But, but I mean, if you don't have them with you, I know Pierre, your dad, he um, he used to do all the wrenching, but now you do all the wrenching. He doesn't have anything to do unless <laughs> to fill up the car in bed stops. So, I mean, yeah. you can teach him. Or... And it also depends on how I do on the track. If I do well, I have a nice car. When I come back, it's clean and everything is ready for me to be wrenching on it. If I had a shit run... I had to do all the dirty work myself. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a punishment. He punishes you. But I mean, yeah. last time I saw him, he didn't do much. He was just sitting there with a pair of pliers in his hand. I said, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> put a camera in his hand and make him do stuff. I mean, he has to be productive. I mean, he doesn't, you pay for his airline ticket or HB does. So he has to yeah. do something. He has to contribute in some way. <laughs> yeah. But this year... He's a world year, so he's going to have to focus, and I'm going to make sure he, he gets back into the mood of wrenching and, and helping out as much as he can in the pits to uh, be up to speed when we go to Australia. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, so if you're not subscribing to David's YouTube channel, you should go in and uh, have a look at it and subscribe and hit that little bell so every time you post something new, you will get an email or a notification that he's uploaded something new. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So, or you can hit on my logo down on the right side, like the right bottom corner. Yeah. I have a nice VR logo. You can just hit that, and you can click on the subscribe. Yeah. Cool. So subscribe to his YouTube channel. Do it now. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. So um, DNC went quite well. <laughs> you might say. Yeah. I, of course. I mean uh, that victory pretty much sets the bar for that race um it was a, it, it, it was I, your turn i mean you had a, you had a, you had your chance a couple of times but i've been you, i've been very close yeah. to uh, to getting that race before um i would say last year i really had a good chance uh, it was the first 
first race in uh, no, I, I made the Montpellier first with J Concept, but it was my second race with the J Concept tires. I was still learning, mm-hmm. but we had really good pace already last year. Um, but unfortunately, I hadn't figured out the process of getting the tire bead clean, so I had to change, I think, either two or three tires uh, during the main because they came off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think in the end I finished around fifth or sixth, and that's pretty good still with t- some tire changes. So I clearly showed that I had the speed last year. Uh, also, my last year with the Kyosho car in 2014, I had a, a pretty big gap already before the first pit stop. And when I came in, I I, uh, I had some flame outs in the pits. And after uh, kind of in- investigating what this came from because uh, it was pretty odd we never had those flame outs before in the, in the pits and and it came down to uh, a little hole in the uh, air filter hose mm-hmm. and uh, this made that uh, yeah the car uh, the engine was unstable when refueling and uh, unfortunately I had a couple of flames there so that put me down that year I've been fortunate enough to to grab the Truggy title in 2015, first year with HP, mm-hmm. and uh, also 2014 in e-buggy uh, with the Kyosho. But uh, yeah, it felt really good finally getting that Pro Nitro win after being so close many times. And uh, yeah, it just worked out awesome the whole week. Uh, of course, I wish that my result would have been a little bit better in um, e-buggy and Truggy as well. But when you get one win at those kind of races, it's such a big race, uh, a lot of guys can uh, can really be up in contention for the wins and uh, if you can get one of them i think you should be more than happy mm-hmm. but well as i'm not a 18 super super fan and like following nope. everything are you the first european to win the dnc or has someone else from europe done it before you I mean, I've done it twice but not in the pro nitro buggy class yeah but, so but are you... i was the first one to win uh, first European to win the Pro Nitro yeah, buggy class. I thought so, yeah. And as well as the third time, uh, third guy to win all three classes at least one time oh. together with Mayfield. Yeah, cool. Well, big congratulations on that one. Uh, so, I mean, um, the, uh, the the whole event looked amazing. I mean, you had a good week. You had a good weekend, and uh, everything worked out fine. But I mean, the track. I mean. I have to give. A, I have to say it again. Joey did an awesome job on the track. I mean, it looked really, really good. I mean, it looked a little bit edgy, but no, for sure he made a good job as always. Uh, I love, I love the big races uh, when you have uh, all the the pro guys uh, in contention, and uh, it just brings some extra into my uh, my feeling as well. And and I like to do good at those races and. Um, yeah, this year he put on a great layout, um, and he also built the track, I think, a couple of days early. So last year when we arrived, he was piping the track, basically, <laughs> during the pit setup day, the day before the race was going to start. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also had some rain last year during the build, mm-hmm. and the track wasn't really ready. So last year it got extremely rough. Uh, this year it was a lot better. Uh, he packed it in nicely. Um, I think he could have watered it a little bit more before the race started. It was pretty dry when we started out, and that's why uh, some of the roughness came pretty early. Um, but all in all, great layout. It was uh, really good for racing. You mm-hmm. could clearly see that in the main. I mean, three, four guys within 10, of, 10 seconds for 45 minutes. There is pretty rare to see that um, 
nowadays i would say and uh no it, it's an awesome race uh good atmosphere good atmosphere and everything and mm. uh, i really enjoy it there the only downside was that it was pretty cold yeah, but, i uh, felt like i i could have <laughs> stayed in sweden for for that kind of temperature <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I, I got in contact with you some days it's uh I'm so tired. I've been up. I it's, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> you, you were racing like forever and ever. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I mean, this is this is normal when when we go to Nitro Challenge. So this is nothing new. And and um, uh, uh, but yeah. I mean, all in all, it was a great great uh, race once again. Um, I wouldn't say there there were less entries this year. The the camp like the RV area and everything looked about the same size. And um, so no, I, I don't I don't think it's decreasing. I think it's pretty consistent. Um, I think I and, think that Joey said uh, I heard him on the on the Tone podcast and the other yeah. day he said like there was the same amount of entries and so uh, like before. So it's not it's still. It's maintained. Yeah, it's, it's still, maintained. still very big. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, to put on a big yeah, and put on an event like that, it's it's uh, it's yeah. big. It's bigger. It's impressive. I, I wouldn't do it, but he does an awesome job. I I have to yeah, give him hands down. Sure. So I mean, um, we we talked about it about the track earlier, and I listened to some other guys also. I mean, it's a, like I said, it looked like everyone. It looked like it looked quite easy to see it but then when you saw on live rc when they zoomed in it was really rough i mean you could it looked like you had interference because the, the the wheels were like you can see the front wheels when they're sort of like twitching a lot then you know it's rough it's sort of like edgy yeah for sure it was super rough i mean uh, in the beginning of the of the main uh, if we're going to talk about that a little bit i i felt like i i I had something going on. I, I got a big gap already after a couple of laps. I could extend it to about five or six seconds, I think. Mm. And I felt very comfortable, even though, I mean, it was rough, but my car was working good. I had good grip with the tires and everything. Um, I, th I think we were really close to having the car perfect. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, sometimes you get it completely dialed. I would say one of those times where... Vegas Worlds. I mean, I, I basically just had to make sure the car was on the wheels and it did the job for me. Mm. Uh, we we could, I could, I, I could say we probably could have find a little bit more in the setup uh, just to make it as slightly easier. It was still a tiny bit edgy, mm. but uh, I drove it really good. I, I had a really good going in the main, and uh, no, I mean, if you win one of those races, you can't say the car is bad. The car was working really good, mm. so I'm happy. Uh, of the of the work we did throughout the uh, throughout the week, um, we were kind of struggling a little bit during e-bike qualifying, um, and we clearly saw that we had to work uh, on something to to make it easier, uh, especially because the track is is so big, so there's like no tight corners or anything. So basically, you have to remove all the steering out of the car to make it just push, and then it's easy to drive. Mm -hmm. So this was. Uh, yeah, we were looking for that in the e-buggy qualifying, and that's why we suffered a little bit because we tried some things that didn't really work out. So I was only able to qualify 12th there, mm -hmm. and from there it's hard to do something in the main, uh, which was the case. I, I could only get up to like 7th or 8th, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, we clearly could gather some information, and uh, we put that onto the Nitro for the Nitro qualifying the day after, and my car was really good from the get-go. And uh, 
having uh, three good qualifying rounds uh, going. Um, the last one, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it could have been really good if I finished. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but anyway, for top four, uh, yeah. it's still good on the... I mean, I, I, I usually say that if you're top five uh, on the grid, you will have a good shot at it. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I was happy anyway. Yeah, that's good. But you, you had some new JC tires, right? J concept tires for for. Yeah, yeah. They um, we had those tires uh, to test already uh, in the beginning of no, I would say in the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, well, I I think with this these two uh, thread patterns, the Cosmos and the Stalker, I feel like that we really have all uh, all conditions covered. Mm -hmm. uh, we basically have a a tire for any conditions now i would say so of course you have a couple of tracks where other tires work better than than others but yeah uh with the stalker and um, they work really good uh from the get-go when i started i think i tried them in the last one of e-buggy and that's when we saw they were really good so i kept using them for throughout the whole qualifying of nitro mm -hmm. and um especially in the night the the last Last round of qualifying in Nitro is usually when you can see uh, the closest conditions that you'll face in the main because mm. it's dur during the night. So my car was really good in the last qualifier. I was on a TQ pace around two seconds ahead of Ty. I had him right in front of me. Mm. Uh, so we knew that the car was going to be good. It was it was fast and I felt comfortable driving it. So we had no doubt that we uh, with a good race, we were uh, going to be up there no matter what. Yeah, but I mean, it, it wasn't. There was one, uh, but there was one qualifier like the old top guys actually failed a bit, wasn't it? Like everyone was. Yeah, I guess that's when we we had the gyro thing got going to starting, oh, right? Oh yeah, gyro gate. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh man. No, uh, a, a European guy, Figueredo, you are. Yeah. Um, he's been around for a long, long time. Ah, he's fast. And, he's fast. I saw him at the yeah, Euros. Yeah, he's done great wrestles. Maybe he didn't have that top wrestle at the big event uh, so far, but he's uh, he's done multiple finals over here in Euros, including the Euro finals. Yeah. Uh, if I, I'm not completely sure, but I think he was either he was in the semi at the Worlds or he was very close to making it. So he's he's a good driver and. Um, yeah, I think it was round two. Uh, Robert had his failure with the servo being in the lead. Mm. I had uh, two smaller crasher, crashes. Mm. And also all the other top guys, they seemed to struggle in that round. Um, and at the same time, Figueredo, he was able to put the round together with no mistakes. And if you do that on that track, and, and I mean, he's a fast driver. So but he was very, pretty clean. Yeah, but he was you, very consi consistent in that round. I had, I had to go back and look at it. So, I mean, uh, yeah. whenever... Every... I mean, I, I saw the lap times after that round um, because I won my heat, which was the A heat. Uh, but I knew that Figueredo had a good time uh, from the heat before. Mm. So even though the announcer said that I, I had the TQ, I know that wasn't the case. <laughs> I knew I was second. Um, he didn't just pay attention, I guess, to the heat before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he ran good, and and I guess because he might be unknown for many of the U.S. guys, 
I with mean, some talk before about the gyro. I guess that's why they blame them from using gyro. I didn't know who he really was until the Euros this year, uh, and I saw. Uh, so I mean, he's. There is so many names and so many good drivers right now. So, I mean, if he comes from Europe to the US, I mean, I guess that probably like 20% know who he is. And yeah. if you're not paying attention to what happens in Europe, I mean, they're not that often over there. And uh, I mean, so, I mean, I, I can, yeah, I I can tell one, I can... one other reason as well would be, I, I think he's been there two or three times at the Nitro Challenge, mm -hmm. two or three last years, he's been there. So, I mean, it's not like he hasn't been there, but he has not been able to put the wrestles uh, together. So he has been kind of struggling. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, this year, the hot race, hot race tires worked great. You can mm -hmm. see also Barofalo was up there mm -hmm. um, and Robert was fast. Robert last year was struggling. So the tires were working and yeah, he was able to put it together this time and uh, he was up there. Yeah, so... Fast question: Gyro or no, or no gyro? I don't think so. For sure not. <laughs> oh, good. I don't think so either. I mean, I had a look at the qualifying and uh, oh. yeah, neither neither uh, Figueroa or Barofalo. Yeah. Uh, I don't think no any of them use it. Perfect. I I think it's just because some guys not being known for being up there all all the time, they they made it happen this time and and they were. Third, uh, second and third on the grid yeah. and that's when the talk started in the pits uh, I don't know where it came from I have my thoughts <laughs> the uh, yeah. there's rumors floating around and I'm not going to mention names I mean it's not my business but I mean still yeah. it, it's it's been a discussion I mean also that what gets me thinking is that <clears throat> I mean they struggled in the final uh, I would say that that is a bit of a lack of um, how you say not talent but i mean experience i mean doing a race in the us you know that every at every race that you go especially if you're racing in sweden or somewhere where there's a big climate change overnight you know that in the mornings you're struggling a bit the car works perfect during the day and then if you have to race at night or the later it gets the track changes so much so if you're not yeah. not on your a game you're you're going to miss out in the end or sort of like what struggle a bit yeah, for sure. I mean, the the, the round when uh, Figueredo TQ'd, it was the second round, which means it is in the middle of the day. Yeah. And when you have the the third round in the night, the track track is way different. It, mm. uh, I mean, especially if they watered it right before you heat, it's gonna stay soaked for the whole run. Yeah, and it's so uh, there's so much whole. changing on the car. Tires are different. Yeah. Everything temperature. Changed. It's yeah. probably about ten degrees Celsius lower yeah then, then yeah. tires change a lot <laughs> yeah so i mean he, he made it I, uh, I i shouldn't say anything because i don't know what where he finished in the third qualifier uh but i also think um like a reason why they were struggling in the main was because i mean they have facebook too and they saw that all the people started blaming them from for using mm -hmm. drivers and before the main we have the pre-tech and of course they checked this because it was a big thing mm. uh, going in the pits so they checked all the cars for gyros uh, it can be pretty hard because i know companies have gyros in the servo and in the receiver so it's kind of hard to see because you can put it on by a uh, pushing a button on the radio today but 
no, they checked uh, for the gyro. Uh, all the cars passed, of course, and uh, I think they just had too much, too many eyes on them for mm. the main, because they they were a hot topic. Uh, everybody kind of okay now. Everybody passed the tech where nobody has a gyro, and they weren't able to put uh, the wrestle together in the end, and they finished in the back of the pack of the main. Mm. And yeah, for sure they had a lot of pressure going into the main with their names being floating around on all the all the forums and groups and stuff on Facebook. So that's one other reason why maybe their wrestling wasn't as good. But, but I, I was thinking, like, <clears throat> question, have you ever tried a gyro yourself? Never. No, I was thinking... Like, well, I'm using it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> of course you are. Of course. No, no, but I was thinking... I like, have a gyro operated into my brain. Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> I mean, I've tried your cars and you definitely have to have a gyro because your cars yeah. are sometimes, they're insane. It's insanely hard to drive. No, but I was thinking like, if you're trying a gyro, would it actually help you or would it be like you have to adopt your driving to actually, to get the benefits from the gyro? I mean, I, I would say... I don't know if you can put the gyro on the steering only or the throttle, but I would say for the throttle, I, I can't even imagine. No. I mean, you can't have it on the throttle. I, I would say that. Uh, on the steering, yeah, you could have it. But if, if let's say, you have a power slide coming out the corner, normally, I mean, I corrected by myself. I countersteer, mm -hmm. and that's when the car starts going straight. But if you, if you have something doing it for you, I, it must be a weird feeling, and, and yeah, I'm sure you need a lot of practice to, to be able to, I mean, switch on your brain that you basically don't have to to do the job yourself. No, it, because it, otherwise it has it's to be, like you're fighting the gyro. It feels like yeah, it so has no, to be I, sort of like an aim and shoot. Like don't like this is where I want to go. No correction. It, it has to be a huge. Mind F. <laughs> yeah. To to actually. Yeah. Because like, I, I mean, sometimes um, when you when I'm practicing, and uh, I'm at the track one day, like yesterday, I had one of those uh, things, and suddenly I start doing a lot of mistakes, and and I feel like the, yeah, the, I'm not connected with the car, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, okay, so battery must be going off. Because like the the speed of the servos gets slower, because mm. it felt like it was kind of a delay. So the battery goes off, mm. and and then I started doing mistakes. I feel like it can be kind of similar. I mean, I don't know because I didn't try it, but, no, but I can see it being similar to that. Yeah, because exactly, the car isn't really doing what you wanted to do because no. the gyro is doing it for you. So it must be a weird feeling, and and for sure, you need some practice with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't care. Ah, <laughs> but that's good. I was just—I had a lot of thoughts about it. I mean, I would feel—I will probably say too that not correcting it yourself. I mean, maybe now when I'm so old and slow, it might actually help me. But I don't think that I would want it in the car. Uh, no, it would I feel strange. No, I don't. Uh, I don't see that either. Yeah. Well, moving on, you had a huge HB team on on the DMC. I mean. It was yeah, big. it was big. It was really big. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I started with the uh, HP, uh, it was basically me, Ty, and uh, also Tanner Steeds was on the team at the time. 
Um, probably, I mean, for sure it was a couple of other guys, but I would say we had like maybe two tenths, yeah. two, three tenths of the uh, three by three meters. <laughs> so it, and uh, it was pretty small. I mean, it was, it was small. HP was a small but, team, but I mean, you, the, pre the presence of the team has definitely changed and... Yeah, and I mean, it was a period there. Uh, it was 2016 when when all the things were going down mm. with the uh, HPI and HP, the split and the change of owner. Mm. Uh, but ever since, everything got kind of stable. Um, Philippe has done a great job. He's been making sure that the part supply that wasn't there before, that's the main like concern right now, to get all the parts out there for the customers because it's growing so much, so... So I guess, I mean, I haven't seen a number, but I can see that every order has to be bigger numbers every time mm -hmm. to make sure that all the parts are in stock. And yeah, I think we had about six or six, seven uh, tents this year. Mm -hmm. We probably had around 30 guys sitting under the tents uh, under the camp. Cool. And for sure there, I mean, there are more people sitting by their RV or whatever. So we had a team picture and it was it was insane to see the picture afterwards so many people mm. and uh no it's been a pleasure to be part of it and um hopefully i've i've been having some kind of uh how do you say i lost the word <laughs> come on i mean hopefully uh, hp uh, benefited of having me on the on board of course and my work with the videos and everything that's what i mean uh, I what, what you want to say is that the success of HP is all because of you, right? <laughs> oh, sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. I, hopefully I've been a part of it. And, of uh, course, yeah. It's been great being a part of it from, from me too. I mean, I have plenty of guys asking me daily uh, on Facebook. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, just hit me on my Facebook mes messenger on my page. I, and uh, I'll answer that because I have a lot of guys doing it. And um, yeah, I have to answer questions daily. Um, and I mean, I can clearly see they are increasing, so there must be more people out there running our car. And yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah, but I ask you questions all the time, but you you just keep ignoring me. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not on the track, so I'm not sure why you're asking questions. <laughs> no. I'm the most important person in your life. You know that. Yeah. Oh, no, just kidding. Ah, but it's fun to see. Yesterday, sitting back. So I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, from from that we're moving on a bit here more. And you actually did some one tenth. This is fun. I'm really excited about you doing one yeah, tenth. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, because I'm a one tenth guy. You, know. you went to the yeah. Desert Classic. I mean, you did quite well. You went You were seventh in two wheel drive, and the rumor has it that you're running a prototype of the new yeah. two wheel drive. Yeah, basically we're testing some stuff for um, our production car, hopefully coming out during next winter sometime. Next and, winter? Uh, Come on, Torrance. I mean, speed up. This winter. The, the one between 2018 and 19, whatever you say. <sighs> that is so But anyway, <laughs> it, it's, no, but we want to make sure that our car is performing well when we release it. And uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's been working great. Uh, we're trying a lot of stuff all the time. We basically never have a car that's the same from race to race. Um, and I guess that's both good and bad. We're learning and uh, it's hard as me for me because, I mean, I can't keep track of, 
I always have to find a new setup or or kind of compromise, but that's the way mm. of the developing process as well. So, mm. you know, it's not always, um, how do you say, uh, easy life when you're a pro driver. You also have to, to do the dirty work, and, and that's what I enjoy as well, of course. Um, you enjoy the I dirty like, work. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, me and Torrance, uh, we went there, um, and... Um, First of all, I must say it was pretty crazy coming to the hobby action facility. Yeah, it looked... uh, I mean, I was nine. There's no way there's gonna be a track in this area because you know normally when you're driving around, <laughs> you're, you're kind of looking for the hidden spot somewhere in the forest where yeah. they have a track because mm -hmm. noisy or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's gonna be closed. So, but this time we, yeah, the GPS said it was like three minutes left until we were gonna arrive. And we were like in a super nice area uh, in Chandler, yeah. uh, and we we're like, no, this can't be right. He, the, the GPS must be <laughs> must be totally wrong. But then we arrived there, and there's a huge sign, hobby action, and and it's the middle of like you have Starbucks, you have plenty of restaurants, and uh, freeway just next to it. So I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that there's an RC track right there, but but it's hopefully it's smart. Oh, I, I, the first, yeah, it's smart. But my first like uh, thing that I thought about was hopefully it will stay, because normally when you see a track in that kind of area, it, it's it's, like, it's not last for long. Uh, but but the good thing is like if you if you put it up in a poor neighborhood or somewhere where no one is moving around, I mean. You need to be where the cash is, and if you can, if you can, uh, if you can pay for it, I mean, I think it's the best market. I mean, to to, yeah, to put I, a track up like we do in Sweden, out in the woods, where no one come and see the <laughs> see the races yeah. or see what we are doing. I mean, the sport is not going to grow, and it's not going to bring you any customers. I mean, I think no. that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It was great to see, and uh, I was able to have a chat with the uh, the guy behind it, Larry Tom, and. Uh, yeah, he was. It feels like he he knows what he's doing. He had a, he said he had a good uh, good deal with the property owner, I guess, for the rent and everything. So so far, it's been looking great for him. And he said that he has a lot of customers or people not being inside RC, just walking in because I mean it's kind of next to Starbucks. So oh, they see hobby action. Okay, let's walk in because he has a huge hobby store there as well with plenty of kits available and everything so always people there and he says yeah i've had a lot of people coming in checking out the track checking out the cars buying cars mm. no it's, it's, it was great to see and and the whole facility was just amazing cool, cool. amazing yeah. so he also ended up fifth in four-wheel drive with the 418 i mean uh, is it is that a prototype or is it still um, sort of like is it a production model now the four-wheel drive. Uh, that was my, or that was not my only, but uh, our first outing with the, uh, I would say, pre-production kit. So, the all the parts that is gonna come in the kit, that's what we had at this race, and that was the first time. Before it's only been prototyping. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it was a pre-production kit. You know, you get all the bags that they are gonna be in the kit, but there is no box. So, uh, that's it. Was nice to put the car together, the build was very nice and all the all the stuff looked great so i was excited to 
to uh, get out there with the car. We had a few minor changes from the prototype to this car. Mm -hmm. uh, servo position and uh, chassis side guards a little bit different from the prototypes we've been using um, in the past during this winter and also in China. But uh, we knew what we were going to have and uh, we we're confident that it was the right things that we were missing on the prototype. And um, yeah, putting the car out there, we we started with something pretty similar, I would say, that we used in China during the Worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, we used slick tires in, in Hobby Action. It was kind of the same, I would say, in, in China, even though it was a bar tire. Mm -hmm. They were bald after, yeah, so. after heat. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I because, I mean, last time I drove indoor uh, dirt or clay was really raised 2015. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of experience on, on that kind of uh, stuff. So that's why I started with what I used last time I was on dirt and not carpet. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was pretty close already from putting the down uh, car down on the first, first pack. So um, of course we changed a few things here and there. Uh, qualifying went pretty good. I had a couple of minor bottles here and there. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if I was fifth or sixth on the grid, but I was somewhere around there. I think I was fifth and finished fifth. Mm. Uh, but my my speed was good. I was right there. So starting fifth, I was. It's electric. It's five minutes. So you kind of have. You need to have something happening up front if you're. I would say around where I was, or even lower on the on the grid, like eight, nine, ten. Mm. So uh, I was hoping for that, but uh, they were pretty steady up front. So fifth, unfortunately, fifth. I wasn't able to do that. Fifth is, is, is not a good position. I mean, you're in smack in the middle. Everyone behind you yeah. chasing you down and you have like traffic in front of you. It's it's the hardest part. It's better to be yeah. last almost <laughs> to, do, yeah, to, to benefit I, from someone crashing. Case. Yeah, that's normally the case. But I was surprised how clean the four wheel drive main was. Mm. Uh, they were very clean and nothing happened really up front. So I kind of had to fight for it um, to be able to gain some positions. I, I know in A1, I think it was, I made some good passes on uh, Cavalry and uh, Mayfield. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know where I finished in the last two. But anyway, fifth overall, it was pretty much what I could do from where I was on the grid. And I'm happy about the performance of the car mm -hmm. for being the first time in in three years that we're driving on clay indoor. Mm. And, um, no, I'm excited having the car coming out on the market pretty so shortly. Mm. And um, I know they ran a race in, in, I think it was the French Nationals, mm. probably two weeks now. And uh, Adrian went there with two cars um, to give it to uh, a local guy there in Reims where we're going to have Euros and next year's Worlds. Mm. And also not HP uh, eight scale driver mm -hmm. uh, that uh, were able to drive the car there, and they finished uh, first and second. And uh, it's a really good wrestle considering Savoia was in attendance. And uh, no, it, it, the car is really good, and you could clearly see that in China as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, course. some more luck there today. I or Saturday was I. I could have been world champion, but um, yeah. So we're excited having it coming, and um, of course we're gonna. Look forward to completing the two drive as well. So we have a full uh, ten scale rent range of cars uh, that uh, the customers hold, can hold, enjoy. Hold on, and, hold on, uh, hold on. Full range. Are we talking truck also? 
<laughs> if <laughs> you should ask Torrance about that, ask him about four wheel drive short course. <laughs> four wheel drive short course. That is not a class. No Tru- that, truck. I don't know. If you, I think I think truck might be pretty easy to make. Um, yeah, extend the chassis so, and a little bit longer suspension yeah. arms. Do it, Torrance. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love truck. Truck is amazing. I mean, it's the best class. <laughs> Truggy looks silly, but truck, that's serious. I mean, yeah. we need to bring it back hard. <laughs> see. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to focus on finishing the two drive, yeah. of course. Uh, we also have a kind of a busy year with 8 scale worlds coming. Yeah. Uh, we have some things in our mind that we want to try. Uh, so we got to figure out. Uh, the schedule for testing and everything uh, with that as well. So, no, we are busy, and uh, that's the life of RC Pro. <laughs> mm. I, I mean, when you're talking about sort of like development, right now in one eighth, it's one eighth cars. You have to be outdoors. You're usually racing clay. There are some astroturf tracks in England, not so common in rest of Europe. But I mean, one tenth, it's. Uh, I mean, I understand why why Associated make two two-wheel drive cars because I mean, carpet racing and clay racing, it's like the, it's the opposite side opposite side of the world. I mean, uh, to make one car for both, I mean, uh, I th- I know I think that what you're aiming for to do one car that you can use on both types of tracks, uh, and it must be really hard to be the one to test that and sort of uh, I mean, evaluate for that. sure. For sure, they can't be identical. For example, you need a ball diff, uh, most likely on dirt, mm. um, whereas you have uh, gear diff on carpet mm. uh, or turf. But uh, I would say it's it's closer than you would think, uh, at least on the tracks uh, that they run on now in, in the US, indoor tracks. I mean, they are able to run slick. Uh, they use additive on the tires, so mm. the grip is the grip is decent. I, I mean, of course, if you go back to like an old school low me uh, dirt track, I, yeah, I don't know. Reams. Uh, I haven't seen many of those lately. Yeah. No reams. Reams would be kind of on the limit. <laughs> I, I would say, <laughs> uh, depending a little bit how the track is, how dry it is, how much they water it. Mm. Uh, it it would be tricky there for sure, yeah. uh, but, but that's probably uses condition. You can still uh, drive like a lay down to drive today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be on the limit where you're gonna need a stand up. Yeah. Oh well. So the two wheel drive will be out some sometime around this time next year. I I won't say anything in that way. <laughs> we have to get tor- we have to get torrents on that one. Yeah, I'm not the one deciding that, but uh, we're aiming for somewhere around uh, the new year, I would say. Yeah. Cool. Just before the reader race next year, so then you have to attend the reader race. <laughs> Finally. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So uh, also, I have a question. Like you've been racing Orion now, and I mean, I remember when the Orion released her. <laughs> MH, MHX Speedo, and I mean, it was the revolution. HMX. HMX, sorry. It was yeah. supposed to be the revolution. I mean, it, it, it was. He <laughs> won world champion. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, it's Good world time. champion. But I mean, uh, 
How often do you use the app? That is my big question. I mean, how often do you use the app on your phone to pro program your speedo? Uh, for me, <laughs> you have to kind of use the computer because I'm an Apple guy uh -huh. and uh, there has been some difficulties having the app ready for the iOS devices. Oh, okay. um, I guess it's more expensive. That's what I heard compared to Android maybe. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, but I think that the app is out. I've seen guys using it on the the phones. We're using Android. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, I've, I've been I've been playing around a little bit with it, um, helping out the guys that ask me for setup mm -hmm. and everything. And I mean, the app is beautiful when you see and 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 the stuff you can make and and it's modern. The design and everything inside mm -hmm. is very cool. Yeah. And uh, of course, that's the the way you need to go today with the um, all the kind of software stuff and everything developing so much. Mm. Uh, for sure, that's an option you need to have available, I think. And uh, uh, hopefully, the iOS app will come sooner or later. I haven't heard, I haven't really asked about it lately because now my focus has been eight scale. Yeah. Uh, but I mean. I've been using the the Speedo for quite a while now in 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 carpet and performance over R10 performance. Mm -hmm. The the older Speedo uh, that we had before this uh, is being great. I mean, the the amount of brakes you have with the new one, uh, the feeling you get on the on the throttle is just great. And I would say it's more consistent. You know, on carpet everything everything gets so hot during the heat, especially four wheel drive. And it just stays more consistent throughout the whole round. Mm. Whereas with the R10, you can have kind of a drop after two, three minutes. And the brakes would also fade towards the end of the race. Mm. Um, and that, for me, I, I haven't felt that uh, with the HMX. And um, is is working great. And the feeling, everything is, is great. So, I mean, when the iOS app comes out, I think yeah, the whole... Uh, package is complete with the HMX and it's a great great product. Yeah, I, I know that Apple are are really strict about what you can do and what you can't do. I mean, Android yeah. is a little bit more do whatever you want yeah. just as long as you don't break this little. Yeah, bit. the thing was that they've developed. I think they developed the app too early before we had all the stuff figured out. What kind of um, options you needed to have inside the app? What kind of uh, variables you had? to be able to change. Uh, so they basically, because I saw the app on the iPhone pretty early, I would say somewhere uh, last year, I don't know if it was before China or something like this, or maybe even earlier, I don't really remember, remember but uh, it, it looked the same as on the, on the Android. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, they developed it too early, and I guess when they wanted to change uh, the parameters and everything inside the app, that's when the price was gonna be pretty high so mm. i guess that's why we haven't seen any ios app uh yet yeah i will be, be fun to see what happens on the electronic market it's been a little bit and this was the first sort of like next step in the brushless development i mean there's a lot of stuff coming out now and i will see it, it looks good i mean it's interesting to see what i mean i'm a i'm an electric guy so i really like to see See, see what comes out and what's new. And I mean, the HMX, uh, it's, um, 
it is um, it's impressive. I mean, it looks good. I wish I had one, but it's so it's a bit expensive. <laughs> okay, first, you need to get your ass out to the track to start driving. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm finishing. Actually, I'm going to be an RC pro for all summer. So I mean, I'm, I'm oh, that's cool. yeah, I'm not going to work in the bakery anymore since we sold it. So I mean, uh, I'll be out of a job in five weeks, and after that, it's RC pro 100. So I mean, just sweet. yeah. So. Um, this summer Swedish nationals gonna happen. <laughs> cool. So I mean, where is in? It's pretty close to Stockholm as well, so it's convenient. Yeah, right? and also the kids are getting so big now. The twins are now yeah. turning five next month, so I mean, they're they're really eager to start racing themselves right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, they're always like, Dad, can I, Dad, can you bring down the cars from the shelf? So I bring them down, <laughs> and they sort of like love it. So I mean, yeah, that's nice. So if you get them hooked, you have no return. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> then I have to stop racing. I I have to sort of like, oh Jesus, wrenching two cars for two kids. Jesus, I mean. Well, you're running ten scale, so that means four cars. Yeah, yeah, of course they will never race one eight. Never. I mean, imagining a mud race in one eight. <laughs> yeah, but you said two cars. I mean, there's two driving, cold driving. There are two guys, so it will be four cars. Yeah, four cars, definitely. If it was an eight scale, it would be one car each. Yeah, yeah, so but I mean, these... but imagine, imagining them both doing the same the same semi in the rain yeah it could be fun yeah then then i have to hire your dad because he has nothing yeah. to do so he can help me out <laughs> so pierre exactly. give me your price list and uh, we'll discuss yeah <laughs> so well yeah. what's up next it's a news right i mean you, yeah. you said that hump is coming down is he going to do a little bit of a shakedown before neo with you yeah i mean for him <laughs> Uh, it's been pretty much like it's been for me um, growing growing <laughs> up in Sweden. You rarely get to race eight scale during six months of the year. Yeah, I would but, say. but he still has to. Do, he can do a, a lot of one tenth races. I mean, yeah, when of you, course. When but you, it's, when you it's were, quite different. Yeah, yeah. But when you were racing, there were no actual series running on the winter time. So I mean, you were actually stuck at home, almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that, but. Uh, I would say, like coming from one ten, go the first day you're gonna take the one eight out on the track. Mm -hmm. It's gonna feel like you're driving a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be feeling heavy. It's gonna be no power. Uh, it's gonna roll a lot. It's gonna the feeling will be shit. <laughs> so that's why he's coming out a couple of days early so he can get some running for. Uh, the Neo race, which starts Thursday next week, mm -hmm. uh, after being in full 10 scale mode for the past five, six months. Mm -hmm. uh, I know he's been practicing driving uh, a lot. So hopefully, I mean, for sure, it's, it's been helping him in, in some way, even though it's not an A scale, uh, which is his main class still. Um, but yeah, he's done some great uh, wrestles in A-scale last year. Uh, he he was very close to making the the main at the Euros. Mm. So it will be interesting to see his uh, progress during the winter and, and how he can carry it over to A-scale. But uh, yeah, it will be fun. He's so small. He will adopt fast. He's 17. Yeah, I mean, he's still <laughs> he's still small and he will adopt fast. I mean, uh, yeah. when you're young... No, he should be fine. Yeah, when you're young and you're hungry, you, adop you adopt. That's the way it yeah. is. Yeah, give him half a day. It will be, he will be in it, and uh, then he can start to play around with the setup and everything he likes. Yeah. So, yeah. 
But, but the nails is actually the first time it's uh, not the first time, but it's it's in, it's been in England in in uh, oh Harper Adams. Uh, thank you, Harper Adams for like ages. Now it moved down to Spain. I mean, it's interesting. It's kind of fun though. I know it's a track that you really really like. Uh, um, you've been yeah. There. You know, Phil he likes the sunny weather instead of the cold English weather, so he yeah. decided to put it in. Here. Yeah, no. he's he's in yeah, but he's in beach bomb mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, it, it's um, it's unfortunate he wasn't gonna be in Harper Adams again. Of course, it's a great atmosphere, uh, awesome track layouts they make every year. The DXR team, mm. um, but as most of you guys probably have seen, it, it was some some uh, difficulties and troubles uh, being able to to get hold of the uh, facility this year with the new owner or something of the um, of the school there uh, so unfortunately they wouldn't allow Phil to have the race there uh, once again this year so he didn't want to he didn't want to just cancel the race and have no race at all he still wanted to uh, to push it and to try coming up with a solution to it and I think what he's done has been great I mean it's unfortunate there there's not as many uh, entries and uh, especially not as many international drivers coming outside Europe uh, but for sure they're gonna miss something uh, it's an awesome track mm. the red one track uh, host of the 2016 euros of course mm. where I don't want to talk about that race mm. but Keep on <laughs> it's, uh, Keep. It, was a, it was a really, really nice track. Um, when people ask me about my favorite track, I always say that Redovan is probably my favorite track all time. It's, uh, it's a huge track. Mm. It has like three different, um, how do you say, plateaus, like elevation changes. Mm. So a kind of a step from the left side of the track being the lowest to the right side being the highest. Mm. And I would say that from the lowest point to the highest is probably about five meters difference, Jesus. something like this. It's pretty huge. And when you're standing down there on the bottom, it looks it looks sick looking up to the to the right side of the track. Mm. And um, lap times are super long. It's over 50 seconds. I think at the Euros we were doing 52 second lap times at the best. Uh, so yeah, it brings in another. Um, element to finals for example mm. you really have to uh, have the fuel strategy on point because let's say you're a little bit off you're you miss to come in when they call you or something <laughs> you're probably gonna flame out because it's a whole nother minute to to be out on the track before you pass the the pit next lap so no it's an awesome track and and of course everybody would have wished to see more uh, attendance from international American drivers and uh, but I can also see because I guess the prices of the flight flight tickets and stuff is more expensive to Spain because now during Eastern it's holiday time you know and all all people in Europe north of Europe <laughs> not all people in Europe but north of Europe they want to go have some sun yeah it's still snow <laughs> I mean and, uh, going to England I mean, is quite going to England is yeah, you cracked up a little bit there, but I mean, going to England is quite easy. It's a big uh, airport airport hub, so it's easy to it, it, the prices for tickets are a little bit less. 
expensive. Yeah, nobody wants to be in England during Eastern because it's rainy. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, normally it's raining. So luckily we've been indoors, and that's that's been the whole thing about Neo. Uh, so this time when he put it on another great track, it's in Spain. It's holiday season. You know, air company, flight companies, they are not yeah. stupid, so they crank the prices up. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, Hampus and his father, their tickets are probably twice the price of what it was last year going to England. Mm. And I can just imagine the prices from over from US and stuff like that being super high. So, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. Uh, maybe it would have been better to have it on a different weekend and, and we could have seen lower prices from the flight companies and more people coming from uh, international countries. But, however, it's going to be a great event and... Um, I'm sure that, I, I mean, I talked to a couple of the American drivers, like Mayfield, Spencer, Cavallari, all these guys, they wanted to come, but I guess also when the world is in Australia, you know, it's a very expensive year mm -hmm. for the companies to send all the drivers everywhere. Um, and I guess it just got a little, I mean, the budget is a little bit too tight for, for most of the companies. So they wanted to come, but, uh, you know, the focus is the worlds in in Australia, and and that's where the companies are gonna put their budget on. Yeah. I mean, it's the biggest race of the year and the most important race of the year. So, yeah, you have to put your money where where it actually can give you the best return, and it's probably yeah. not, maybe not the neos. No, I mean it, it's probably been over at Hopper Adams because yeah, I mean the prices have been pretty cheap to get there. You know, you could have you can stay at the uh, university, uh, like the small apartment, like mm. uh, student apartment they have for a very good price. So it, it's been affordable going there. Uh, but this year, yeah, being here, holiday season is more expensive. Hotels, everything is more expensive. So I would say that's the major reason why we see a less. Uh, a, a fewer drivers going this year. Mm. Um, you will still have all the top guys coming from Europe, so I would say it will be like a, a first Euro warm up, <laughs> something like this, because it's gonna be it's gonna be a great race anyway. Mm. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely will. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, just hope the weather it's it's is good, so it doesn't rain and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that could also be another thing. <laughs> why people are not coming because you know when they went to England it was indoors and you you know that you were sure to be out there on the track burning nitro and yeah now with with it being outdoors you know maybe people are a bit afraid of of uh, it getting rained out something like this and if you're gonna spend so much money coming here that could also be another reason why they decide to stay at home mm, of course but forecast is looking good, so I'm excited for a good week. Yeah, how how warm how warm is it down there now? Uh, I mean, in the sun, it's around 20 degrees, I would say. Oh, nice. Um, and next year, uh, next year, next week looks uh, even better. Oh, perfect. So should be fine. Up here, it's below zero, freezing our asses off. So, in case you were wondering, <laughs> yeah. I'm not wondering. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not missing that. I love that your father got a, a hot tub outside this year when it's super cold. Yeah, and he got it when I moved down. Yeah, of course he did. Time. Of course he did. He couldn't have it there yeah. when you were living there. I mean, no, of course. Yeah, he has to have a hobby by himself. <laughs> but he has a nice garage anyway now. Yeah. When I rebuild 
<laughs> yeah, you rebuilt that and you moved away, you moved out. So I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe have somewhere to put the Volvo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there is no space now for the Volvo. No, <laughs> it's the it's the man's cave for an RC driver. Yeah, when you come home, it's completely changed. Your mom have taken over. No, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be pink. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, sewing machines and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well. So, any future adventures after Neo? Then are you going to uh, travel some more, or are you going to stay Spain bound for a few weeks, or what's happening? Um, yeah, I mean, um, it was supposed to be pretty busy in April, but. Uh, uh, with me going to Philippine Masters, uh, I can't be at, in attendance at the Italian job because I'm leaving Monday. So, which means the Italian job finishes Sunday, and I'm gonna go home here to Spain, and I leave Monday morning early to Philippines. So, unfortunately, I can't do that. That was in the plan. Uh, so that will be a a week uh, that I will be here in, in Spain instead to practice and get everything ready. Mm. Um, I was also uh, going to the EOS, uh, the last round of the EOS, to kind of try the production car and everything. And um, yeah, that was our initial plan. But now we saw that it was going to be outdoors, which I think is, is cool, is awesome to have. Uh, kind of a ver variety with the AstroTurf track now being outdoors for the final round of the EOS, mm. but uh, it's not what we were looking for because we wanted to compare our pre-production car or our production car to uh, what we had in the past with a prototype, mm. and then we would have to go on a carpet race. Uh, so that's what that was uh, what we thought it was going to be because uh, I guess nobody knew before they announced that it was going to be outdoors, that it was going to be outdoors. So we plan to attend that race, but uh, now it looks like uh, we will be uh, preparing everything for a busy schedule in May instead with Philippine Masters and uh, Australia bound for the world's warm-up. Mm. I mean, they made, they made an awesome track there, the Reinhardt brothers. I mean. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's a great facility and mm. it looks beautiful. Mm. So it would have been cool, but... Uh, yeah, it wasn't what we was looking for because we wanted to compare, as I said. So, uh, as I didn't, I already missed two rounds because they have it this weekend in uh, Austria, mm. uh, and also I missed uh, the Hootie Arena round when I was in uh, the US. Mm. So I won't be able to have a uh, a wrestle for the overall anyway. And because of that, we uh, we decide to to put our efforts into the eight scale program uh, instead. So next year and uh, next season at EOS, we will be for sure be in attendance. Mm. Uh, uh, but yeah, for now we're going to focus eight scale. Yeah. So I have Neo. Uh, I'm going to have one week off after that or one week without races. Uh, I'm going to be at the track, of course. Um, and then next week uh, again, which would be two weeks after Neo, there's a, uh, the first round of the Spanish Nationals, oh. and that is gonna be in uh, Redavan as well. So I'm gonna come back to the same track uh, as the Neo track mm. two times, pretty soon. So it's gonna be fun. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, break uh, Robert Bell's um, suite of having I think ten ten straight overall Spanish na national titles. 
I don't know if I'm going to be counted for the overall, but at least I can say that I beat That's my goal. <laughs> that, 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 I think that um, you, you, you will definitely be able to do that. But I mean, eventually the Spanish guys will start taking you out if you become too uh, dominant. <laughs> Yeah, and if you listen to, I don't know if you listen, I, I also happened to be on Facebook yesterday uh, evening and I saw the, the live chat with Robert and uh, JQ. So I tuned in and, you know, they, they talked a lot about me. Hey. They, um, I didn't see that know, one. I mean, on the question of, of JQ, uh, somebody asked who Robert's favorite driver to race against was. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned me, but he also said that I was pretty rough on the track and that I was taking him out, you know, and stuff like that. You are. But, uh, you are. I mean, uh, I remember uh, you. I remember. I, mean, <laughs> I remember you growing up. You were pushing it hard. You were. You were. Yeah, I remember. I mean, you can say you can say a top driver today that doesn't push it. I don't think so. <laughs> Everybody is fully punched. I mean, if you're yeah. fast, you know, everything is such a high limit like level today so there is not many drivers being in the top that that looks smooth on the track i would say tebow is one of them elliot no i was just kidding no. uh testman <laughs> and um i don't know that's probably it everybody else i mean we're all pushing it like crazy and um uh, I would agree with Robert. I really like racing against him. Um, I do remember times where I've been had some uh, close fights with him, and, and I've been taking him out. But I also remember him taking me out. So it's a of give course, and take, and that's what you get when you're racing each other hard. Yeah. Uh, but he enjoys racing with me. I enjoy racing with him. And this year we're gonna have more races together than. Any year, I think, because I'm gonna do the Spanish nationals as well, so it's gonna mm -hmm. be awesome. Yeah. Do you re do you remember the first time we ever raced, you and I, the first time ever? You and me? Yeah. You mean about the the whiskey? <laughs> and, and... <laughs> oh shit! I knew that was coming up. <laughs> well, I had some guys reminding me on the legend chat yeah. yesterday, so. For, I had to bring it up. Yeah, for everyone out there, we have a we have the Swedes have a legend chat, the realm of legends. I mean, we talk about everything, and I asked the guys there if I should ask the Swedish Yeah, the Swedish EQ, my ass. <laughs> oh, there was a whiskey incident in two thousand and nine. The first time I ever met David racing on the track. I mean, you yeah, I think so. you totally owned that race. I thought you weren't. It going... was my first ever 10K race. I came with the borrowed four wheel drive. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. I remember you were fast as hell. That was the first time I was like, "He's going far. He's going really." I didn't think you would be doing that good that you were doing, but you, we had nothing on you. It was amazing to see. And yeah, now you're trying not to avoid talking about the whiskey. <sighs> Jesus, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the whiskey incident? Why it happened? Of course. Yeah. I remember somebody saying that, oh, this jump section, you should be able to, you should be able to quote this section. It was like a double double. Everybody was doing double double. I think actually somebody was doing triple single. Yeah. And you're like, I was doing, no, I was doing the triple easily, easily, and I thought like I have the power to do four, and I just went for it and practiced and broke the chassis. That was like last pack. Yeah. The last before the race started yeah that was the and day before it was the day before it was free practice in the evening and i was like 
yeah. gunning for it. And the, and the Yokomo had a plastic chassis. It was quite new and there was not enough spare parts to <laughs> fulfill the orders that we were breaking. So, I mean, uh, I, went hard. I went hard. Eventually, we you went hard and you went home. No, I didn't. No. Win. I did. No, I fixed the car, but I was almost. Are you fixed? No, no, I didn't. You didn't, you didn't fix anything. You went inside a car, I know, with a bottle. <laughs> yeah, and jo John and Johannes fixed the car. Thanks for that, John and Johannes, to, to actually bringing me back. Yeah. It was a rough day. It was a rough day the yeah. day after. So, oh, well. Yeah. So, they also told. They, they asked. John, that was my first ever experience with Daniel Perth. <laughs> yeah. But I taught you everything. I taught you everything. <laughs> yeah. And the first time I was like, oh, what, what the hell are these, what the hell are these guys doing? These one tenth guys, they're sick. <laughs> yeah. But you laughed a lot. Your dad wasn't. Of course, your I never laughed. I think that's what I always said when I grew up. I think the eight scale races, they were more serious. Mm -hmm. And the 10 scale races, I don't know if it was because of all you idiots <laughs> that made it so <laughs> but I always said that I, I I had so fun at the 10K races and at the A scale it was more about a series and everybody was looking for the wrestles mm -hmm. uh, whereas at the 10K races we were enjoying it ourselves and having a great time yeah uh, it was yeah, I'm happy to have been a part of it yeah. and you know it's been it's been a, a a bunch of guys always hanging out and I would say you made some friends forever. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Great. the Legends chat is mostly filled yeah. with one tenth guys, and I mean, I mean, it's so long now. It's been going on for like five, four or five years. I mean, it's almost yeah, a b probably even longer. It would be nice to print it out and see how many pages it is. It's it would probably be a book. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. How many comments? Yeah. 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 It's fun. Oh, well, David, it was uh, really nice to have you on again. And I mean, um, good luck in the, at the NEO. And I will be I will be definitely following up some more with you before the Worlds. And I mean, see what your progress is and what's up and what's hot and what's not. So, I mean, yeah, really Sweet. appreciate you taking the time talking to me. So, I mean, thank you very much and uh, good luck next week. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I mean, send me the link whenever you have it ready, and uh, I will make sure to share it on my page. Yeah, and of course, and uh, of course, I'm gonna promote. If you haven't done it already, yeah. hit the like button on my Facebook page, follow me on Instagram, subscribe me on YouTube, and um, you should have some great content and uh, hopefully some nice reports. And never hesitate to hit me up on on my uh, messenger on Facebook. I'm always trying to stay active and, and uh, reply to each and every one of you. Mm. So if you have any questions regarding basically anything, just send me a message. Don't be afraid of that. And uh, I'll answer as soon as I have time. Yeah, perfect. So guys, thank you very much for tuning in and I'll see you very, very soon. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye. Side. You can choose your side.